0: Hello and welcome to uh, week one playoff edition of Slick Picks. So at this point, we wrapped up um, all the picks for the year and we have our winner. Um, If you've been following, um, it's probably pretty obvious who won because in the back half, he fucking crushed. Um, And that is uh, Jared Sarlo.
1: Feels good. Feels good. Got 60% of my bets this year, uh, which is awesome. I didn't think I got 60% as I was going through it because I had my head down. You know, I wasn't looking at the results. I was looking at the next game. So it's nice to see that my hard work paid off and I won both myself and the people some money.
0: I'm pretty happy with my results, all things considered, because mm-hmm. I had a couple of bad weeks there that really could have submarine my season. And I finished exactly at 50%, 50.9%. So you know what? At least I know I didn't give such bad advice. I was like actively losing people money. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If you're
1: above 50%, that's a, that's a great gamble great gambling here. Because you're going to be like the median for people is probably around 50%. Otherwise, Vegas, you know, they'd be out of business. But we were both above the curve. And we're only getting smarter. We're only getting stronger with each year. Exactly. You know, Uh, we also have a a first time guest today. uh, Another longtime Buffalo fan, (laughs) longtime friend, Colin O'Connor. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you, Jared and Mikey. It's good to be on. Um, the uh, the sports talk has been devoid of my life lately. So it's good to good to be on and get it and out, right? Talk now. it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly.
1: We love talking sports here, so don't hold back. And I will support almost any opinion you have about the bills. If you have a strong one, I'll back you up on air. So oh, I got a them. strong
2: one for you. I actually um i got off the phone with show and the bulldog today on wgr sports radio i was, oh, I, was yeah. I called in earlier today so That's awesome we can get to that effect that oh, yeah. you know what i think yeah, so our
0: point today is just to talk about each game and fuck it let's just start it off colts bills yeah uh, the bills are favored by six and a half right now over under is at 51 um colin you got the mic right?
1: yeah what did, what did you talk about on the show i'm very curious
2: um so yeah i'll answer your question first jared um I I called into their show because about halfway through the the NFL season, they had a caller come in and talk about comparing Josh Allen's ceiling to some of the newer quarterbacks like Herbert and Burrow. And this caller who called into their show originally said, Allen um, has a higher ceiling than both of these guys. And Shope and the Bulldog basically said, no, that's crazy. You know, what are you talking about? And then I asked him again. So I, I called them, you know, obviously end of the regular season. I said, well, now what do you think about that? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's looking now that he has a higher ceiling than just about anyone in the entire league, and I, I sort of put my foot down and I said I, I put him up there with Mahomes right now. I really mm-hmm. do like, and especially if they, mm-hmm. if they, you know, they're I think third favorite to win the Super Bowl. If they pull out a Super Bowl win, he's right there with Mahomes as far as apart from a probable MVP award that's going to go to probably Rogers. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's that's an you know kind of a popularity contest in and of itself. But yeah. But he's right there with him for just about everything else. So mm-hmm. that's that's where I was kind of trying to go with that. I definitely think those are the
0: top three right there. And I think it's like those two and then Rodgers and then like a lot of other guys hanging mm-hmm. out at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I, I agree. I really like that take. Just like because he has – they were wrong to say at the beginning of the season that his ceiling is not higher than like those guys just because of his pure athletic ability. You know what I mean? Like that like that right on every level. They all, I I'd say I've been thinking a lot about it because I've gotten a lot of fights. <laughs> the difference between Mahomes and Allen is that Allen turns the ball over more, which is a true, but then also Allen's a better runner. So if you cancel those two out, they're equal in my eyes.
2: Yep. The- and one thing about that is you can't train someone to run well, but you can train someone to reduce the amount of turnovers they're going to they're going to incorporate into the game. So Mm-hmm. That's why I think the ceiling for him is is high, you know, as high as Mahomes, if not higher than, you know, anyone Same. else in the league right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. preach, brother, preach. And in I guess crazy world we live in, where like
0: it's real. Like we, I remember, like we're going into this year and all last year, hanging out with the two of you. You guys were both saying, like, I really see it. This guy's great, and I felt it too. I liked what I saw <laughs> from him, but like I didn't see this coming. Mm-hmm. I, I did not see this coming. I saw mm-hmm. improvement, but not this. Yes.
2: Yeah I, yeah, I think this is the kind of improvement that um, you, you, you see more. Of, generally, you see more of like a gradual improvement to these kind of numbers. You don't see the difference that's happened between year two and year three with mm-hmm. him. Like to this to this effect, usually it's a, a little more drastic and or, sorry, a little less drastic and more gradual. Mm-hmm.
1: Josh Allen going forward for the next 20 years, he will be the bar you set for rookie quarterbacks who are having a struggling first year. Everyone will say, well, look what Allen did. Look how much he improved. Don't give up on these guys. And, I mean, there's not the, – you know, I'm on cloud nine over here with the Buffalo Bills, but I'm also very afraid. Very afraid of this game. Not too afraid to make this one of my picks. It's my two-point play. I got Bills minus six and a half just because I feel like I have to. Um, But they should handle these guys. They should handle the Colts. Uh, Just purely like they – The Colts have a really good roster, but the Bills have been playing lights out for a month. They've beaten the past six teams by 10 points minimum. And the last three teams, they've shit-pumped them into the dirt. And that matters a lot rolling into the playoffs.
2: Yeah, Jared, you're absolutely right. um, I'm going with you on the the Buffalo pick at minus 6.5. Mainly... You know, I, I think the Bills can win this game by a lot more than six and a half. Mm-hmm. But I do generally in terms of betting, I like the six and a half pick because, you know, it's half it's the half a point less than a touchdown. Mm-hmm. You got you love to see it. Um, but I think you're, you're right in the, in that this game scares me, too. I'm going with this game as my three point play, believe it yeah. or not. But it. but um, it's. I've sort of been conditioned as a Buffalo fan to expect the worst. And Mm -hmm. so part of me going into this indie game, like nothing would be worse because for us to go into this game and everyone in Buffalo has been now all of a sudden has these Super Bowl aspirations. Nothing would be worse to get knocked out of the playoffs in the first Mm -hmm. round. And so that sort of fear is at the back of my mind because that's typical Buffalo sports, that type of, that type of thing. And it's, you're always conditioned to expect that. So that's my fear, but. Again, going off what you're saying, that that's my three-point play. I, I love the Bills right now. No, no team is hotter than them. Mm-hmm. Um, and take that six and a half points. It's you're not going to get that really. I think I think the the reason why why it's even that that low is that they're not really incorporating how much John Brown brings back into this offense because you really haven't mm-hmm. seen it against a, a you know a good team where you know he he was in against Miami, but he hasn't been in the, in the back on the team's roster for like, you know, three, say two or three games consecutively and putting him back in as that second receiver with Diggs as the first, I, I think they're going to blow the top off the game. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm really, I'm taking that one. That's my pick for the third. The when third I point.
0: compare these two teams, I just think the bills have just such a significantly better offense, especially just mm-hmm. looking at like the pieces there. Arguably I'll give them the running back position. Like maybe they do. I really like Hines. I think he's a pretty special player, but um think about the wide receivers i mean it's yeah. night and day you got Diggs, john brown and then cole beasley a very sneaky like good um third wide receiver for any team yep. i mean what do they got over there they got pascal um ty hilton who's a billion years old i don't know yeah. who the third receiver is i really he,
1: don't ty started to figure it out a little bit at the end of the year i've noticed but no, he regardless didn't. he's not a threat as much as he normally is because Phil Rivers can't throw the ball down the field, and that's where I was going. That's where yeah. I was
0: going. I mean, think about it. Allen's played in a um, playoff game more recently than Rivers has. I mean, by a while. Rivers has always had that kind of reputation of like being okay in the playoffs. He'll get you to the playoffs, and then you're going to be out in the first two rounds if you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm.
2: he's, yeah.
0: I don't know. Are I'm not that intimidated by him. So. The... so it seems like we're all consensus that we like the Bills here.
1: I, I do agree. The only thing – the only worries is that Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley both did not practice today. I think Diggs will be fine. He had an abdominal – oblique. I'll say oblique instead. There an oblique go. issue. Cole Beasley, on the other hand, I'm a little worried he might not play. I think that's why we've been picking up wide receivers. But regardless, you got Gabe Davis behind him. You got Kenny Stills. Isaiah McKenzie had three touchdowns last week against an alleged top five defense. Yeah. Um, he's a wide, He's a
0: running back, right?
1: Okay. Isaiah McKenzie's like a, a, a gadget. A, yeah, yeah, thank you. Okay, I was gonna say because yeah. I've
0: seen him in the backfield as well. Okay, wow. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. yeah,
2: I I I agree, Jared. Um, I I don't think you mentioned this, but Diggs did show up on injury report. He didn't practice, but in his media interview uh, after practice or whatever today, he said, you know, I'm fine. It's no big deal. So mm-hmm. I would expect him to be totally ready for the game. Beasley, on the other hand, yeah, that's that's worrisome. But Gabe Davis is a great, you know, a a great fourth, third receiver.
1: Mm-hmm. Plus, if
2: they can work stills back into the game, I, I'm i not worried about missing out on Cole Beasley for one game against the Colts, really.
1: Right. Same here, man. Same here. Um, Want to go to the next game here? Or do Yeah.
0: Uh, this one will probably be a quick one. I can't imagine any of us love this game. Um, and it is the Rams versus the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks are favored by minus three and a half, and the over-under is at 42 and a half. Um, so, I mean, I'll give my two points on this game. I think there's a very small chance, maybe 20, 30% that we don't see golf this week. They still haven't announced it officially. Um, this line I think is assuming golf's in, and I do think he'll play, but mm-hmm. the fact that it's still in question now means he's likely somewhat compromised. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that over under is pretty low. Um, you got to think about that. But then again, this Seahawks defense has looked better. This Rams defense has looked good really all year, um, so I don't know. Maybe I, that under is actually kind of juicy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Cause the Seahawks offense has kind of gone down with their defense. Mm-hmm. A this might be a good over under game. And I see.
1: Mm-hmm. Parents even excited <laughs> that's yep. the, the under is prime for the taking here. Prime. <laughs> the Seahawks defense has low key been one of the best units in the NFL the past four weeks, the same way the bills offense has been one of the best units the past four weeks. Goff might be hurt. The Seahawks' defense is very low-key awful right now. They can't put up points on anyone. They put up 13 points against the Giants, I'm pretty sure. Uh, they had six points against the 49ers yep. in the third quarter. Um, they, uh, they they haven't done anything in forever. Russell Wilson was in the MVP talk, and then now he's vanished. He's probably barely in the top five at this point i don't even think he's top 10 at this point he's fallen off the
0: map yeah Not that's just what i meant is. to say yeah yeah i mean he's he's really struggled, which is incredible because at the beginning of the year their offense was like just like unfathomably good and their defense was the opposite of that and now it's like the two have flipped where their defense is pretty okay and its offense now is
1: me- mediocre i don't know yeah 100 percent.
2: um I'm, on this game sorry to interrupt you there Jordan. Oh, no, i'm sorry. I'm with the uh the the Seattle at minus three and a half here. i don't I don't have any faith in in the Rams with or without Jared Goff based on how they played the season. I mean, they lost the Jets like let's just yep mm-hmm. a moment of silence for they that for that one they can't ignore that. they can't pretend it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah so so i'm I'm taking that at my one point i'm i'm I think Seattle, I like Russell Wilson because I think you know I think he's a, i think he's a baller. he's a gamer yeah. and I think. You put him in the playoffs, and I think he can handle a mediocre Jared Goff who's got an injury. And you know that the the Rams roster is at this point full of you know overpaid guys, and you know that a lot of them haven't lived up to lived up to the production. The way I right. see it, I mean they're like a, a slightly above average team that's lucky to be in the playoffs. So
1: yeah, they have a few good pieces. I mean, obviously, I mean, obviously Donald Donald. And Jalen Ramble. Jalen, Jalen Ramsey, yeah. I think, is playing good this year. But, yeah, all in all, this team is kind of – it was talked about being maybe the third best team in the uh, NFC. And you know what's crazy is, honestly, you could still make that argument. The, A, the, the AFC – or the NFC, excuse me. All of these teams are like – Suspect. Yeah, they're all – they all have their flaws. I'd say minus the Packers. Um, and then the, the Saints look
0: down like good right now.
1: Yeah, the Packers, Chiefs, Bills, in my opinion, are best three teams in the NFL – and then the saints are right below them. And then there is, all these playoff teams are in that same group minus the football team and the bears. All these teams can be
2: anyone. If, it, is a, it is a, a weird, it is a weird field to judge. That's for sure. On the NFC side. I agree with you there. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. But under smell, I, I like the Seahawks pick as well, Colin, and I'm taking the under here, but I wouldn't hate taking the Seahawks either.
0: Yeah, you know what? The Seahawks were my honorable mention. I had them. I ended up switching at the last moment for another game. Um, But, yeah. All right, let's move on to this next one here. We got Tampa Bay and Washington. Obviously, me and Jared feel very fondly about this Washington team. Um, Mm -hmm. Just initial thoughts. You also got 44 and a half as the over-under line again. Again, that under seems pretty tempting. Is this Tampa Mm -hmm. Tampa Bay defense was good all year? This Washington defense has been good all year. Washington offense doesn't look too hot right now. I agree. Bob Brady doesn't do well with off uh, a good D line as well. So yeah, a lot of things Chase, are I'm yeah. kind of talking myself into wanting to bet this uh, football <laughs> team. I won't, but I'm thinking about it.
1: Yeah, this is the worst game on the wild card weekend slate, in my opinion. I just don't give a shit about either of these teams, really. I, I mean, I think the Bucks are very sus- like suspicious. Maybe there's a little bias in there, but whatever. Um,
2: sorry, bias against what?
1: Against Tom Brady. Oh, yeah, okay. no, no, me never. So I, I missed the sarcasm there. I was two in the zone for a second. But uh, there's two things, uh, two comments I have about this game, um, and they contradict each other. Alex Smith as the starter, Washington football team's 5-1. and one. True. Um, but Chase Young had a hot mic, and he was quoted saying, we want Tom Brady leaving the field. And that is not like I just see that going so poorly. Like that they it caught him saying out. that. Yeah. yeah. that's like that's like BYU saying we want Bama. Like, do you really want to play <laughs> Alabama? Like, do you really want to play Tom Brady? Like, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. You know? So I, I what's gonna happen this game? I don't I don't know what's gonna happen this game. I think the Bucks I think if I was to bet something, I'd bet the under. That's my favorite thing here. Um, maybe the Bucks. It's just the Bucks have only beat one playoff team. I'm
2: pretty sure. Let me look this yeah. up,
1: but they haven't also done a
2: bunch of good teams this year. I know that much. Colin, you got Did any swept by this? Game? Game? Nothing. No, I didn't have any, I'm straying away from this game um, because for, so for me, when I look at this game, I see the football team and I see that they have a losing record, but that brings a lot of weird uncertainties that can come up in this game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they won their division and they have a losing record, but that can easily get overlooked. You know, the good parts of their game can get overlooked and it leads to, I feel like, you know, NFL's rule of any given Sunday, it mm-hmm. leads to weird results in the playoffs sometimes like, like the 2011 giants, you know, like, yep. Yep. so that, that's the way I look at this game. I'm staying away from it.
0: And I could totally see Tampa Bay just kind of sleepwalking into their first game thinking it's just a joke. Like, ah, oh, like we're, in game, we're legit. And uh, yeah, but, yeah. Alrighty, I'll it's, move on to the next one here it's gonna be my lock of the week and it is um, drumroll it is Baltimore versus Tennessee Tennessee is getting three points and the over under is at 54 and a half um so I like the Tennessee Titans here the last two times the Titans and Ravens have played the Titans have won both times uh, week 10 this week they played and Titans won by six um, week uh, or actually 2019 playoffs the Titans won by 16. Um, so I don't know. I think the Titans might just have Baltimore's number here. I mean, this is a bit of a a square pick, but I don't know. I just really like Tennessee here. I've liked them for a long time. I think they have a very explosive offense. Their play Mm -hmm. action might be the best in the entire league, and obviously,
2: um, It definitely is. Yeah. And
0: then you got Derek two hundred fucking two thousand yards, Henry. I mean, out of it, just it's just crazy. And you're getting points here. Like I'm just shocked we're like Titans are getting points here. I don't know.
1: I mean it's, I think this line should be closer if nothing else. It's it's definitely debatable in my opinion, man. I mean the fact that Tennessee's home dogs, yeah, I guess like that is a little weird, but the Ravens have been rolling lately. The Ravens are the second hottest team behind the Bills, I would say, mm-hmm. heading in the playoffs. Last three games, the offense, last four, last five games, sorry, mm-hmm. the Ravens offense has put up 34, 47, 40, 27, 38. They are scorching hot. Lamar Jackson figured out how to throw the, the Ravens scare me. If I like the tight, the Titans scare me too. These two teams are the two teams I would not want to play. Yeah. Um, But I, this is, I'm very excited to see how this game goes. I really have no idea how it's going to go. Maybe the over I would take if I was picking something here.
2: Yep. I'm going to, I'm going to bounce off that Jared, and sort of disagree with you, Mikey, for the reason that, I think both of these teams offenses are so explosive that I you know I find it hard to you know to pick which team's offense is going to come alive at you know enough to to beat the other team at any you know at any given time. So like it could be the Ravens that come out because they you know have a tendency to blow teams out. It could be that offense that comes out this game or mm-hmm. it could be the Titans offense the same thing like and so my my pick for my my two point pick here is the over on this one which I believe was 40, sorry, 54 and a half. Yep. Um, the last five weeks, uh, as Jared was saying, Ravens have averaged 37.2 points of offense. The Titans have averaged in the last six weeks, 35.3 points. I'm, I'm taking the over on that because I think both of these offenses are, are too explosive to, to stay under that 54 and a half.
1: Yeah, man, the Tennessee Titans defense can't stop a running nose as well. Not to keep shitting on your pick, Mikey. No, no, it's fine. Hey, <laughs> I said this was a square pick. I identified that this was
0: because I agree with you guys. I mean, the Ravens look incredibly good the last couple of weeks. The one thing that makes me think, like, why do why do I assume that this unstoppable force is going to just slow down? Um, Playoff Lamar Jackson, anyone? Mm,
1: huh? Huh? Good point. Good Again, point.
2: Small sample size, thing. though. <sighs>
1: Two times, two times, though, and I mean, yeah, I, I think he'll, you know, it's growing pains, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. I think there's less pressure on them this year, too. I agree, because he was pretty good last year. If you
0: actually looked at the stats I did today, he, he had 500 yards and a touchdown, so you see, you hear that, and you're like, wow, that's amazing. You also had two interceptions and a lost fumble, so, mm-hmm. you know, it was a mixed bag in there, so... Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I just like the fact that I'm getting points. Yeah. But I, I totally understand what you guys are saying. This, this is probably not the the strongest pick in hindsight. I no, do agree no. that the over is probably <laughs> the best thing in this game.
1: Yeah, stick to your guns, man. If you're gun, got- no, I'm
0: going to stick to my gun. That's yeah. still gonna be my. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's still I like it. Lock, I, I
1: both it these teams have Super Bowl aspirations. This is the best best um, game of the slate, I would say. Where the Washington Bucks game is the worst. Yeah. This is the only matchup I think where both the teams playing have Super Bowl aspirations. Maybe you could ar- argue the Seahawks and the Rams both think they can go. I don't know. There's not many Rams to argue or Rams fans to argue the point that the Rams could go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm excited for this game, man. This is gonna be an awesome, awesome, awesome game.
2: Not only is it a good matchup, it's it's also the perfect one if you're a Bills fan, because that means mm-hmm. you know there's no chance that both these teams make it through, right? Like, yeah. like you don't have to worry about at least one of them at yeah. some point in the playoffs, which is a dream for, yeah. for me and for you, Jared, I'm sure.
1: Oh yeah. I, I don't want, these are these two teams. I don't want to see um, not to bring it back to the bills, but the the
2: run offense
1: does frighten me a little bit about the Colts. We didn't really talk about their run attack that much, but the Colts, like all three of these teams have good run attacks as do the Browns and good strong running attacks wins championships. In like it wins games in January, you know. No one wants to tackle in the snow. Um, it's definitely a factor. But yeah, back back to these teams. Um, I'm expecting points. So so you guys both picked the under. I picked the Titans over. Side. Over oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's what I meant. Sorry. You guys both picked the under. I picked Titans. Um, so move on to the next one. I figure. I think we're good on that, right? Any last <laughs> thoughts? Bang bang. Nope? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, so last game here, or second to last, we got Chicago. Um, they're getting nine and a half points and they're playing the saints and the over under is at 47 and a half. Um, the saints are one of my picks here Mm -hmm. just because they're my one point play. And, um, it's probably, I I, I'm looking at this again and I'm questioning it because you got Chicago, which is a good defense, um, getting this many points. So, um, I would probably say that this. I don't know. It's so hard to say just because the offense is so bad. It's obviously taking that defense, but I just think you got two different tiers of teams here. Like, I don't know okay. if these saints are like top tier elite, but I think they're in a better
1: category than the bears should be considered. So, um, Oh, the bears saints, when they played in November, they went to overtime. I didn't know that,
2: mm. but it was, who was playing Q.
1: Probably Taysom Hill. Uh, no, no, for, no, for, Drew for the Bears. Oh, the bears, oh I mean. Nick Foles. Yeah, so it doesn't it count. Foles. Not not the real bear team. Not the real bears right. team. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Bears are. Who do you think's worse, the football team or the Bears?
2: I think the Bears. I think, <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, I <laughs> think. I think I like Chase Young a lot mm-hmm. for the football team. Um, and I like Alex Smith. I think he's that you know, a you know he might be the game manager of game managers, but he has he has the ability to you know. To have a good game here and there, and I, I for that reason, I like I like the football team better. Yeah,
1: I, yeah, I agree. I like the football team better too. I think the 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 Washington football team defensive unit is the best unit between those two teams, and then the Bears defense is better than both of both those offenses if we're comparing just pure talent but i i, I the bears defense hasn't done that much to impress me lately they have cleo Mack, but no one else on that defense has really been doing that much and i haven't heard cleo's mac name this year
0: i was about to say like i mean i think yeah. he's having a, like an okay year he's not doing like he's not like bad but like mm-hmm. I, he's not dominating the league like a lot of these other um linemen are this year i mean he's obviously one of the best in the league i'm not trying to downplay him but
1: Right. Yeah. I like, I like your pick here, Mikey though. I I like the saints too. I think the saints really might just shit pump this team because the saints want to win the super bowl and they're not playing around anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, and the bears are probably very aware that this is not their year. Like they're just, they, they, they squeaked in somehow. I there, I haven't seen the buzz around the city. I haven't been out about that much, but I haven't heard much buzz Mm-hmm. I can't imagine they're very excited about the team and I could just like I could see this game getting out of hand very quickly Do you the, think you're gonna, like be- go out to a bar to watch the game or something like I guess
0: like do they have like outdoor bars like they do here like
1: yeah I was gonna say I want you to watch the fans watch this game like yeah I'll tell you what I'll do I'll go down to like uh, a popping street there's like a there's a few different streets you could go in here I'll go down I'll put a lawn chair in the middle of the street I'll just watch good. all the bars Good good.
2: Where are, jared, where are you? jared where are you actually i'm not sure <laughs>
1: i'm in chicago
2: oh you are in chicago yeah. oh i i there am you go. in the land of the
1: bears right now um, um they were buzzing man they were buzzing about nick when he came in and then they were buzzing about mitch when he came in and it's just you know i've seen it a million times on the like with the bills whoever's in there yeah. he'll win a couple games and they're like this is the guy and then he'll do something awful and then yeah. it'll be over and that's what's going to yeah. happen here
2: yeah, um, going Mikey, going off what you were saying about the bars. There's a place here in Buffalo, well in the Southtowns, they have a, a thing going for the Bills game called the playoffs in the parking lot. And they mm-hmm. they have, they're like setting up a parking lot to watch the game on a big screen. Oh, and a cool. uh, tagged yeah. under it, it their like punchline is like, it's gonna be freezing cold. And just like if you're at the you know yes. at the Ralph, want to be cold. <laughs> so you just stand there in a parking lot and watch the game. I'll I tell love you what, I'll is, tell you what, man. Yeah.
1: I've already taken PTO um, the weekend or the Monday after the AFC championship because I'm planning if the Bills get there to go to Buffalo. If that happens, I will be in that parking lot.
2: If you want to come by,
1: say hi. There's a 100% chance of me being in that parking lot.
2: Absolutely. Awesome.
1: Um, I have a little thought experiment for you guys. If Mitch Trubisky wins this game and he plays well enough, he gets like 224 yards – Two touchdowns, one pick. Do you think they resign him? I hope so.
2: <laughs> yeah, As a Lions fan, I hope so. <laughs> I think that's that's the kind of you know you win pl- one playoff game, you have bad to average stats. I think that's enough to get you a you know sort of a tryout contract, like a, a two year you know average quarterback deal to say, look, we you know we want to give you another chance. I don't I don't know that they resign him long term or give him good money, but yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, if he does win, I know the Bears like management team is going to be very confused about what to do with their situation. <laughs> and I would be too. It's a it's a choose pick your poison kind of situation there.
0: Yeah. But I, I think, think got yeah. To at least move forward with Mitch. It's clear as that Foles isn't gonna be the guy. You can't bring a guy in halfway through the season and pull him also halfway through the season. I don't know. So I think it's gotta be Mitch or nobody um and i don't know i mean there's a couple of free agent quarterbacks i looked it up earlier um obviously stafford is someone that you know that name's flying around a lot i you know what honestly i would love to see stafford go to um chicago just because like, not mean that it. like you guys ruined like the one nice thing we have like it should hurt you like their lives shouldn't be able to trade them away somewhere where they're not gonna have to watch him tear it up you know
1: <laughs> god what an awful thing to wish on your organization! I get what you're saying, but like, what a that would be so they would be so unhappy with that.
0: Yeah, and that no, be, they'll never do it. They know better. I think they know how good he is. I don't think they'll
2: trade him in division. But it's a very, it's a very, very masochistic wish of you. Yeah, Mike. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but like I would, almost, I would just like to see him have success, but he won't win a Super Bowl with them either. So I guess I really don't want that. I would love to see him go to like a legitimate contender, like the Colts.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It's going to be a weird off season. We also have options like in the draft, like Trey Lance, he's not getting that much buzz, but he threw 45 touchdowns or he had 45 touchdowns and no turnovers last year or some shit like that at North Dakota. So he's kind of, he might slide. He might be an option for him. Um, A lot of good quarterbacks this year. We'll see what the Bears do. Not an easy situation though.
0: All right. We got the last game of the week here. It is the Chicago Browns plus six. Um, the over-under is at 47 and a half.
2: Cleveland um, Browns.
0: Yeah, Cleveland Browns versus Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I like uh, Pittsburgh here because you mm-hmm. just see these two teams play. And mm-hmm. we had a lot of the starters for Pittsburgh out, and they only lost by two points. I mean, again, this feels very square, but I don't think I care. You know, like I'm, I'm just going to mm-hmm. go with like what makes very obvious sense to me.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree with and what you're saying, man. You got to keep – Also – oh, go ahead. I was going to say that their head coach who is in contention for coach of the year is yeah. out.
0: Yeah, I was going
1: to bring that up. That's what I
2: was going to say, yep. And that,
1: that –
0: that I just mean, matters. they were 6-10 and ten last year, and this year they're 11-5. and five. What else about this team changed other than the coach? Really nothing. They got – Kareem Hunt, was he on the team last year? He was, right? Yeah. He was. So like this team is the same exact team, almost the exact same roster. So talented last year, and look what they're doing this year. They're pretty good. That mm-hmm. said, um, I don't know. The Steelers are confusing. They might be really good. They might be pretty bad. It's very hard to judge this team. But for whatever reason, it seems like the Steelers have
1: um, the Browns numbers. Yeah, it's it's Did, a big – you can go, Colin. I
2: have a question. Mm-hmm. Did Odell Beckham Jr. finish out the year last year?
1: Or was yeah. he injured all year? He played last year. He was out this year. Yeah.
2: So there, there's your, there's your difference. He he went out early this year, and I don't know how many games did he make it this year? Like Maybe four, five or six. It wasn't. Yeah. And, and that was, you know, it seems like around then they started to, to get good. I feel like they were like five hundred the first few games, right? Yeah. And then after that, I, I, mean, I think personally, I think Odell is not lived up. You know, it was hype. That, that that first year or two, you know, that big catch he had, and then the, you know. And after that, and, you know, I, I I don't think he's he's worth the the talk. And I I think it's he's more of a distraction than anything, personally.
0: I, I'm sure it even distracts the coaches where they're like, All right, how do I get this guy the ball because exactly. he's probably really fucking good. Meanwhile they have a great running game. Yeah. Quarterback who can't throw the ball down the field anyway.
1: Yep. So, I- you hit the nail on the head right there, Mikey. That That's the problem, I think, with Odell here. I think Odell's still really good, but he just doesn't fit into that, what they want to do there. And he also doesn't seem to mesh that well with Baker Mayfield. I think Jarvis Landry fits that system way better, where he's more of a possession guy, chipping away eight yards down the field. Um, and Odell just doesn't fit in there. I think they got to move on from him. That's a big piece, as well as the coach. Um, but back to the game. The Steelers are my three-point play. They're a lock. Um it's a classic big brother, little brother situation um, (laughs) where the Steelers have just legitimately owned the Browns the same way that the Patriots owned the Bills for 20 years. And, you know, how would you feel? I feel like the, the Browns this year are kind of feeling how the Bills felt last year
2: Yeah,
1: where like they felt good. And I wouldn't have felt good, last year playing the, the Patriots in the playoffs, despite how poorly they were playing last year, simply because there's that mental factor yeah. that doesn't show up on stat sheets where this team has owned you for as long as some of these guys who are on the team can remember, you know, like I think since 2002, the Browns have stunk. Mm. Um, and it, I, it, the, the Steelers are still good. The Steelers are still a good team. They've kind of figured it out. They did something with the play calling, I think. Well, I heard Big Ben has started to take over the play calling, and um, Mike Toblin said, like, fuck
0: it. Like, yeah, it's going better with him. So he stopped calling plays. Where Toblin was calling the plays, halfway
1: through one of the games that they were struggling in, um, Ben the took Colts over the play calling, and he's had it since. Yep. They did it in the Colts game. And then the Steelers were a much better team than the Colts once he did that. Yep. Which, A, makes me feel good about the Bills-Colts game. Yep. But, B, also makes me feel good about the Steelers-Browns game.
2: Mm-hmm. Jared, I'm I'm going going off of you, what you're saying, like with the big brother, little brother thing there. And in that you you see the kind of parallel, like you're saying, with the Bills-Patriots, where I remember at the beginning of the year, all you know, a lot of analysts and whatever were still picking the Patriots to mm-hmm. to take the AFC East, even without Tom Brady. And it's sort of it's sort of like the mindset of you can't bet it and you can't – you don't think it's going to happen until you see it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, for me, it's like until I see Cleveland really pull away from Pittsburgh, I'm not going to have faith in them to, to get past them in the playoffs. Exactly, man.
1: I, I couldn't yeah. agree with you more. I think I was either talking about this on this podcast or my other one, 8-8, mm-hmm. uh, and 8, check us out on Spotify. Um, the Bills, the first game time they played the Patriots, they barely won against a – much less superior like they were the better team by a lot and they still barely won and i think that was because of the mental hump and then you saw the next time they played them they kicked the shit out of them because that meant they got over that mental hump and then they could play that team much more freely without worrying about oh is here we go again Mm -hmm. and the browns haven't done that yet if they do they'll barely win and then they'll cover oh well i didn't bet the browns so scratch that they're not gonna fucking win (laughs) <laughs> Steelers, I still, think, I still really do think the Steelers are going to sh- kick the shit out of them, but, um, yeah, little brother, uh, big brother. Quick,
0: quick mm-hmm. point here. Cause zoom is counting us down. They're giving us a three minute, uh, warning. So, um, TJ Watt and Cam uh, Hayward are both going to play in this game and they're both really big factors on this Steelers mm-hmm. defense, um, a unit that's really struggled with injuries all year. Um, they're going to be coming back this week. Obviously, Big Ben's a really big name, but also they're really fantastic center, Pouncy, arguably one of the very mm-hmm. best in the league. Uh, oh, he's coming back. So this is going to really look like a different Steelers team. Um, and what I wanted to say about those first two players, the defensive guys, they're going to put pressure on Baker Mayfield. Like, I think they're going to blitz him a lot more than they have like the last week just because um bakers always struggled under pressure he's like one of the very bottom of the league when dealing with pressure um so i i i got to imagine the steelers bring it this week um they rush everyone um so Um, yeah really quick i want to i want to put it out there i usually don't switch my picks after the fact this was my lock so i'm going to just throw it out there this was my lock it's probably going to go sour now that i said it but um so yeah that's all this I got. What,
1: what did you did you switch a pick?
0: I didn't. I just fucked up earlier. So my one point play is Saints. My two point play is the Titans. Three
2: point play um, is the Steelers. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Earlier you said the Titans was your lock.
1: Yeah, I said that earlier. Right.
2: Was, but that's all right.
1: bulling on them. Tricked you guys. Um, Classic, Mikey. Yep.
2: Yeah. Um. Okay. So any
1: last comments
0: here? Because we're getting now the less than one minute.
1: Uh, I I don't have anything. I I'll be on suicide watch if the Bills lose. That's my final comment. Check up on me that. If the Bills lose. I might not answer because I'll be pissed if you say one thing mean to me. I will block you from my life after the Bills. Jared,
2: question: Would you rather the Bills lose this week or losing the Super Bowl to the Bucks?
1: Oh shit! <laughs> this week? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if Tom Brady <laughs> yeah. beats the Bills in the Super Bowl. I will kill myself. It won't be suicide watch. It'll be suicide happening.
0: Yeah. Count me out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't want to talk about this. I think this is grim. I don't <laughs> like the idea of the Bills losing this week because I'm fully behind them. Uh, with that said, thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll be back next week. Yeah.